the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Sideline Sanity with me, Michelle Tafoya, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There has never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Go to LegacyPMInvestments.com. LegacyPMInvestments.com. Coming up, has the world turned upside down? Stay with me. I'm going to explain to you why I think that it has. For nearly three decades, she's reported the action from the sidelines. She started very young. She's covered the NBA, NFL, Olympics, and the college football and basketball national championships. And now, during these insane times in our world, Michelle Tafoya thinks we need a serious dose of sanity. This is Sideline Sanity with your host, one of the sanest people on planet Earth, Michelle Tafoya. Welcome to Sideline Sanity. Those of you that read me on Substack may recognize a little bit of what I'm about to say, but I'm going to add some bells and whistles to this. I am so concerned about the state of our country. It's a big reason I left the sidelines and why I'm sitting here talking to you. So recently I was sitting on a plane flying home from New York I had just had the privilege of being on Gutfeld, which is always a blast. And it was morning, and I just wanted to sit there, recline my chair, maybe have a Bloody Mary or two, and watch some shows I had downloaded from Netflix. But I felt that there were some important things that needed to be written down. So I forced myself to avoid the Bloody Mary, sit up, get the iPad out and start writing. Life is short. You got to write it down. So I did. There is a line from the musical masterpiece Hamilton. After the American colonists successfully revolt against England, they talk about the white flag being waved by the redcoats and the chorus sings. I'm going to play it for you here. The chorus sings the world turned upside down. Listen to this and how dramatic it is. It's really dramatic and it's beautiful and it kind of gives you the goosebumps and that line stunning turn of events in world history. This, oh, they always describe it as the ragtag army beating the most dominant military force in the world. Now I hear that song in my mind a lot, but these days it sounds different to me. I hear it for different reasons. I hear it because I feel like the world has again turned upside down and not in a good way. It feels like we're living in an alternate universe. 
a lot of history repeats itself, right? And oftentimes we think we are, this generation, us right now on the earth, are experiencing something novel and unprecedented. When in fact, it's probably happened before. We can find similar things, kind of like with the whole COVID pandemic. Well, there had been a Spanish flu pandemic and there were many pandemics in history before. We, we folks, we're just a blip on this whole thing. We're a tiny little blip in the world of history. Now, this current moment, it reminds a lot of people of the turbulent 60s, right? Vietnam War, women's, the sexual revolution, uh, ERA, all of those things, a lot of fighting. You can go back and read the masterpiece John Adams by the late, great David McCullough, and you learn that politics has always been a dirty sport. And there has been tumult since the founding in 1776. Hell, there was tumult before that. There has been tumult since the beginning of time. So why are we any different? But right now in the United States of America, the freest country on the planet, there's something that feels particularly sinister to me in the air. And no, it is not Donald Trump. Now, whether you love Trump or you hate Trump, and I think it's about 50-50 right now. Whichever side you're on, you should be concerned with how any American citizen is treated by the FBI, the Department of Justice, the IRS, or any other government entity. The IRS is not elected. The FBI is not elected. The DOJ is not elected. These are appointed. The leaders of these departments are appointed. These are government workers. And when they isolate on a person to investigate, I, you should be concerned whether you like that person or not, because eventually it'll be someone you do like. All government entities these days are tainted by politics. Show me I'm wrong. Now, that too could be part of history. You know, people talk about the FBI and, and, and how it's been political and weaponized for ages and ages. Now, politicians, yeah, they're political, but our institutions, our agencies, our laws should not be used politically. You hear what I'm saying? They should not be weaponized. The government of the United States of America is, as Abraham Lincoln emphasized in the Gettysburg Address, a government of the people, by the people, for the people. Right? That's, those words are famous. But we can't take the Constitution or its future for granted. I mean, I, I have seen people on television saying the Constitution should be ripped up. It's antiquated. It's out of date. They're missing the point. I mean, they are they are missing what the Constitution and that framework for this nation actually means. Lincoln wanted us to dedicate ourselves to making sure this form of democracy would, quote, not perish from this earth. Ben Franklin famously said, well, he, we have a republic if you can keep it. If you can keep it. During the 2016 election, when we had all those Republicans running and we knew we had Hillary running on the Democratic side, I had the good fortune of interfacing with Dr. Condoleezza Rice, the former Secretary of State. And I asked her 
if she was worried about the country, given the candidates we had to choose from in that cycle. And we chatted for a moment. And after a bit of that conversation, she finally said to me, the Republic will survive. And I want to believe that. And she is someone I believe in and trust and have great faith and confidence in. And I want to believe that the Republic will survive. In a second, I'm going to tell you where my fears about that are rooted. Wow, a lot has changed since last November. The stock market has plummeted, but you know what? Gold has been on the rise. That's a good change. Gas prices are insane. The stock market is so volatile and and inflation is still at a 40-year high. We have this war with Russia and Ukraine. We just had a raid on the home of a former president. (laughs) The markets don't like instability, but the good news is you have options. Gold prices are rising as investors turn to gold for protection. Gold provides a hedge against inflation and protects against a weakening dollar. Legacy. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Precious Metals is the only company I trust when it comes to investing in gold and silver. You need an investment that's going to protect your wealth and your retirement. So call Legacy Precious Metals today. Be proactive while there's still time. Remember 2008? Those who invested in gold saw huge gains while others, they lost their retirements. You can speak to an IRA expert at Legacy Precious Metals at 866-528-1903. You can learn about all of your options. Just give them a call, 866-528-1903, or download their free investor's guide at LegacyPMInvestments.com, LegacyPMInvestments.com. Getting back to Abraham Lincoln for a minute, he said something in a separate speech that the biggest threat to our democracy was not going to come from foreign aggressors, but basically in the form of suicide, us tearing ourselves apart. Suicide is often committed by people who hate themselves. They feel despair. They have no hope. They possess no faith in the future. They can't think of a reason to keep on living And so they take their own life. So I'm asking this question. Are we as Americans so divided that we feel that kind of sentiment toward the United States of America that we'd rather just let her perish because it's that hopeless? It's that awful. There's so much despair. We're that divided. Let me posit this. 
when schools are teaching that kids are either one, oppressed, or two, the oppressor, they're instilling division, fear, and shame, none of which gets these students anywhere, and none of which these children deserve to experience. What happened in the past is not the fault of the kids being born today. With a kid born with an immutable characteristic of skin color has nothing to do with our past. They are our present. And we're teaching them this? Yes, it's being taught. And if you don't know that, you're not looking hard enough or you're just going, you know, hear no evil. Then there are the gender lessons. I mean, I sometimes get the feeling that gender lessons are being emphasized more than math and reading. Take a look at this. I teach my elementary school students about gender identity. Learning about gender identity helps children develop critical social emotional skills such as self-awareness, social awareness, and respect. I teach my students that there's a whole spectrum of gender identities and that everyone, whatever their gender, deserves love and respect. Some people are girls, some are boys, some are both, some are neither. Gender is all about how we feel on the inside and how we express ourselves. The most important thing I teach my students is that it's our job to listen to and learn from people when they share with us who they are, and that we need to use the name and the pronouns that people ask us to use when we refer to them. Here are some of the books and tools that I found the most useful when teaching about gender identity. Families marching three by three, hurrah, hurrah. These papas are non-binary. They love each other so proudly, and they all Youngest and first drag queen slash kids, and I've heard that, I've heard that you've gotten messages from young adults who look up to you for being who you are. What are some of the notes you've gotten? Some of the notes I've gotten are like that you inspire me very much, and I wish I could have had the support that you have. I wish that people understood that drag is a way of expression. It disturbs me that people think that we're, you know, sexualizing them. You think that we'll corrupt your kids if our agenda goes unchecked. Funny, just this once, you're correct. We'll convert your children. Happens bit by bit, quietly and subtly, and you will barely notice it. We'll convert your children. We'll make them tolerant and fair. We'll convert your children. Someone's gotta teach them not to hate. We'll convert your children. We'll make them tolerant and fair. We'll convert your children. I have two kids in school. 
it doesn't seem to me that we're preparing kids to be productive, happy humans. It seems to me that schools are trying to create social activists who will just go on to apply for student loan forgiveness because they didn't get a degree that was worth anything. The division is being sown at a very early age. Why are we doing that instead of instilling courage and fortitude in our students to become strong and resilient? And instead, we're creating these safe spaces where kids go and hide from any kind of adversity or adversary. Oh, it's not there. I've got, I've got, I've got to find my bubble wrap. No, it is there. It's going to be there forevermore. And the best way to prepare for it is not by hiding from it, but by sharpening your tools to overcome it. The obstacle becomes the way. The obstacle is the way. That's just one phrase. What a shame to ignore the lessons of ancient philosophers like Marcus Aurelius, who said, a blazing fire makes flame and brightness out of everything that is thrown into it. Translation, we get burned, we turn into a phoenix from the ashes. We get hurt, we come out with scar tissue that prepares us for the next go-round. We make mistakes in our past, we learn and grow from them. We don't hide from them, we don't erase them, we don't try to pretend they're not there, and we don't go around blaming today's white or black or brown or gay kids for any of it. We let them thrive and we give them the tools to be strong. Then there's this suppression of speech. I mean, we're the United States of America. We're blessed with some of the greatest freedoms on earth, including freedom of speech and freedom of expression. But when Mark Zuckerberg goes on a podcast and explains how the FBI called them to mute a story on Hunter Biden, and they did it, we should not only be alarmed, we should be pissed off. Think about that. Oh, it's great if you're a fan of Joe Biden, but what if it's flip-flopped and it happens the other way around? Eventually, it's going to be your side, and you're going to be pissed. Also, when the border is as porous as Swiss cheese, citizens of the United States, legal citizens, taxpaying citizens begin to ask, why are my concerns so much further down the list than these politicians caring about illegal migrants, people coming across the border on foot, across water, whatever they're doing in, in coyotes, pickup trucks? Why are they a higher priority than me? a guy who's been working 30 years in a factory somewhere trying to make ends meet and you don't give a damn about me. Hurricane Fiona has pummeled the Caribbean with devastating winds, catastrophic flooding and widespread power outages. Food for the poor has been serving the poorest nations in that part of the world for more than 40 years. And they're responding again now during this time of crisis. Hurricane relief kits containing food, water, hygiene kits, medical supplies, and other critically needed items are already being distributed throughout Puerto Rico, the Dominican Republic, and Haiti. You can support this effort by giving your best gift now. 
Just text SIDELINE to 91999 and we'll send you a link to give. Families have lost everything and need our help. Anything you can do will help Food for the Poor bring aid to these families. Just text SIDELINE to 91999 and we'll send a link so you can give. As one of the largest faith-based international relief agencies in the United States, Food for the Poor is able to respond quickly and efficiently to disasters like this, but they can't do it without your generous support. Please give what you can now. Text SIDELINE to 91999. In my head, I'm already hearing the backlash. Oh, Michelle, you must hate immigrants. You're anti-immigration. You're xenophobic. First, please know I've already been accused of all of those absurd things, so save your breath. Second, you might want to do your homework um, into my background and how my dad's family arrived in the United States. Hashtag legally. I don't understand how Americans can refuse to ignore what is going on right under their noses, right in their vision. And it's all under the auspices or influence of progressive policies. Increasing crime, chaos at the border, downtrodden police officers, overrun hospitals, declining military enlistment, deteriorating education. Increasing anti-Semitic attacks, weakening corporate spines, cancel culture, rising gas prices, baby formula and tampon shortages, science as religion no matter what, and obsession with identity politics. Yet people still want to come here. Why? Hope. Escape from communism, escape from socialism, escape from violence, freedom, the promise of liberty, the promise of self-determination. So while all the leftists and progressives continue to pile on and focus on our nation's blemishes, others, even outside of our country, see the big picture, the pursuit of happiness, unalienable rights. Again, I'm, I'm hearing the blowback already. What about slavery? What about mass incarceration? What about our carbon footprint? What about misogyny and homophobia and transphobia? I'll tell you where I stand. Slavery should be taught in every school. I learned it in second grade. All history should be taught accurately and through the lens of truth, not theory. Before making statements about mass incarceration, you might want to read Raphael Mangual's criminal injustice. It's a data-driven book. I know how much people like data. It is a data-driven book about the actual state of things in our prisons throughout the United States. We're working toward cleaner energy. It's not going to happen in a week. Let's go beyond the first level thinking of fossil fuels, bad, solar energy, good. Let's look closely instead at how are solar panels made and what happens to them when we need to dispose of them? Where do the parts come from? How do we create them? Let's give a lot of thought to nuclear energy, the cleanest, probably cheapest form of energy in the long term. And let's let things evolve rather than just assume everyone can afford a Tesla because you can. And if you're really concerned about misogyny, 
Well, do some work. Volunteer at places that fight trafficking and its root causes and strengthen the will of your daughters, mothers, sisters, and friends and improve the character of your sons, brothers, and husbands. As far as homophobia and transphobia, really be careful how you use that label because misusing labels will ultimately make them meaningless. Instead, why don't you think about rooting out actual transphobia? And by the way, it's not transphobic to argue that females, people with two X chromosomes, should not have to compete with sp- in sports against males, people with one X and one Y chromosome. That's the very essence of that difference at birth. Hell, when you're conceived, you either have two X's or you have an X and a Y, and that's what makes us different. Now, I hope you'll indulge me because you're still listening. <laughs> Thank you. And because you're still listening, I'm going to offer some encouragement. I don't want to be completely morose here. My suggestion to you is that you determine what your values are, you prioritize them, and you live by them. I went through a stack of 52 values, and I narrowed it down to five. And I find that five is a good number to work with because you can remember them easily. And my five happen to be family, integrity, security, health, and happiness. And I feel like if I live within those lanes, if my decisions are made with all of those things in mind, I'm probably not going to go wrong. And that last one, by the way, happiness, that's not selfish. I know that if I'm happy, my husband and my kids will benefit. My readers on Substack, my listeners out there to Sideline Sanity will feed off of it. And the people I interact with daily from the grocery store to the dog sitter will sense it. People naturally gravitate toward happy people. And if I choose to be unhappy, if I choose to be unhappy, my husband and kids will feel it. My readers and listeners will feed off of it. The people I interact with daily will sense it and no one benefits. So I choose happy. It's not always easy but I find it's much easier to be happy when I prioritize my values, live by them and maintain my spine. That's one reason I always sign off from this podcast with the words, be brave and do good. And let me add this. When I was out to dinner in New York, after having shot the Gutfeld show, yeah, I'm not, I'm not being a name dropper here. I'm just saying that's why I was in New York. After I taped it, I went out to dinner with one of my best friends. And I was sitting there at the table and I opened the menu and the very last page of the menu inscripted on the inside of the, the menu were these right words, do right and fear no man. So I'll say again, thanks for listening to sideline sanity, be brave and do good. Well, Sideline Sanity, we are very proud to be sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals, and we're joined by Charles Thorngren, the CEO of Legacy Precious Metals. Charles, we are hearing now that this is not transitional inflation. This is not a bump in the road. This inflation is going to be here a while. What, what What does that tell you? 
You know, that's the scary thing. Um, I think, you know, economies and, and, and such like that, they can deal with small jars. We have a, a unique situation. We had a Fed that waited much too long to react to the situation, calling inflation transitory for a year when everyone knew it wasn't. But more importantly than that, coming out now saying this is going to be here. This is long term. This is not short term. We're going to have elevated rates for the long term. And why that gets really scary is that means the cost of doing business is going to be elevated for years, which means the cost of goods are going to be elevated for years, which means if companies can't make enough money, they will go out of business. This is why we, we hear some of your bigger companies are already talking about layoffs. So it's a unique situation. The Fed found themselves in a very bad place. And they reacted way too slow. And this is why we're at where we're at. So if I'm an investor, then what's why do I want gold and silver in my portfolio? What what will that do for me? You know, that, that's a great question. And that's a question we get a lot. And and really what gold and silver do, um, they act as the hedge against the dollar weakness. They act as a hedge against the other markets. And we know that the Dow and, and all of your markets, all your indices are, are, are pulling back, right? That's not the issue. It's not what's already happened. It's what's yet to come. And that's where we, we need to prepare. So depending on who you listen to and, and the research that you do, you know, there are case studies are saying expect to see another 25, 20 to 25% pullback in your equities markets based on interest rates and loans and, and the bond markets they're suffering as well. No one's going out to buy bonds knowing that they're going to be um, an increased return on them in three months. It makes no sense. So that leaves you in a position of what to do with your money and how to protect yourself. This is where gold and silver come in. This is why we say this is a long-term play. You buy it, you forget about it, let it do its, its job. And its job is to go up over time as the dollar gets weaker, as the purchasing power gets less, gold and silver increase. It protects that purchasing power. And that's the great thing about it. And there's your bottom line and why you need to call Legacy Precious Metals or go download their investor's guide at LegacyPreciousMetals.com. Charles, it's always good to talk to you because these are nerve wracking times for people. You know, it, it's just the fact of the matter is, as we were told by the, the Fed chair, there's going to be some pain. So if people know that they've got something solid sitting in their investment portfolio, I think they're going to feel a little bit better, right? Absolutely. And we, you know, when we look at the actions that have happened just recently, I mean, the Fed has taken a very unique stance and they've done something very um, extraordinary. Three quarters of a basis points raises months in a row. That's one of the largest raises you've ever seen in the Fed through the history of the Fed. And it's not just once. One time is shocking. Here we are on the third month now, and we'll probably do another half a, half a basis point next month or, or later this month, possibly even three quarters of a point. So when you look at that and you say that number is going to grow to where the Fed interest rates will be about 5%, unheard of. That means the interest rate to you and I, if that's what banks pay to borrow money, we're going to see, you know, credit cards will probably be over 28, 30% again. 
you're going to see home loans coming in 9, 10, possibly even 11%. And it's, it's a scary time. And this is why we say, okay, know that it's coming. Don't be afraid. You, you now are aware. So now you can protect yourself. And that's what we help people do. Don't be afraid. Prepare. Just prepare yourself. And like I say every day, I trust Legacy Precious Metals when it comes to investing in gold and silver. So go to LegacyPMInvestments.com. LegacyPMInvestments.com. Charles and his group can answer any and all of your questions. Charles, thank you so much. My pleasure as always. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.